was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. When all was still, and it was midnight, your almighty word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne. When the fullness of time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, that he might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
From the sacred scriptures, the prophecies regarding the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and their fulfillment in time, according to the Gospel of St. Luke. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. clans of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, even from everlasting. And therefore will he give them up until the time that she who is with child hath brought forth. And then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide. For now shall he be great unto the ends of the earth.
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn.
And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard, and all that, and all they heard, and all that they heard, it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, even as it was told unto them.
Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a blessed Christmas Eve to all of you. From the Gospel of St. Luke, these words that we recently heard, And the shepherds came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying there in a manger. This is our text, your friends in Christ. You've heard the lyrics of the modern Christmas song, Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. As long as we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And to be sure, if you're snuggled up before a cozy fireplace with someone that's near to you and someone that's near and dear to you, you would be inclined to say, let it snow. But if you're stranded or snowbound at O'Hare in Chicago, as 500 were last night, or in the Greyhound bus depot, as they are up in Portland, Oregon, someplace where it's an unusual amount of snow, and you do have some place to go, but the snow won't let you go, then you're not singing to be sure, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Christmas Eve in an airport or Christmas Eve in a bus depot isn't our idea of Christmas cheer. Not that it can't be exciting. It reminds me of a man who years ago was riding a bus from Chicago to Miami for Christmas. He had a stopover in Atlanta, so he decided to get some lunch, and he sat down at a counter at this bus depot restaurant, and a young woman approached him carrying in her arms a tiny baby. Excuse me, sir, she said, would you please hold my baby for just a minute? I left my purse in the restroom. And he held the child, but as the woman neared the door, she suddenly darted off, of course, out of the restaurant, out into the crowded street. She was immediately lost in the crowds. The man couldn't believe his eyes. He rushed over to the door to call to the woman, but he couldn't even see her. Now what should he do? Put the baby down and run himself is what he felt like doing, but he knew better. When clarity and calmness finally settled in, he went to the authorities in the station, who soon found the child's real mother. You see, the baby had been snatched from its mother by this young woman who suddenly had second thoughts about what she had done, but she was afraid, of course, then at that point to bring it back to its real mother, and so instead she gave the baby to this man, who, after all of the disturbing affair, breathed a sigh of relief that the real mother finally was found. After all, what was he going to do with a baby? At another time and in another place, an angel appeared unto shepherds, as we've heard, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be for all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And the question is, what would shepherds do with a baby? These were men who spent long hours protecting their sheep from all of the ravaging animals and from the robbers by skillfully using their staff and their sling and their metal-studded club that was about a yard long to beat off anything that might be threatening their sheep. Tough men, men who were weathered by the elements, men who were indeed committed men, but they were tough and they were rough men who 24 hours a day dedicated themselves to the care and to the nurturing of their sheep. What would they do with a fragile baby? But the angel had said, unto you is born. 
in the city of David, a child in yet another time. Fast forward a couple of thousand years to this very night, to this very place, and the word of God calls out as loudly as it did 2,000 years ago. And the angel still says, the messenger of God still brings that greeting to you. Unto you a child is born. Unto you a son is given, as the prophet told us. And the government shall be called upon his shoulder, and he shall be called the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. What shall we then, in our generation and in our time, this day, in this place, tonight, what shall we do? with this child? Shall we simply hold on to him for a night, a night of carols and songs, of candles and trees and gifts and family and friends, just for a night, and then breathe a sigh of relief that our duty to this beautiful year-end sentimentality and this tradition is now done? Or would we like the shepherds on that first Christmas Eve find this babe lying in a manger and then do what they did. St. Luke says, They made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child, and they returned to their homes glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen concerning him. They were confessing, they were glorifying, they were praising God for this child and all that was told them concerning him. Now what would we do with this child? To answer that question, perhaps we need to first ask ourselves, who is this child? What has this child done for us? Over 130 years ago, William Dix put that question, that Christmas Eve question, to song, and he wrote what we just sang, and he said, what child is this? who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. And then he answers the question so beautifully. And he says what we sang, this, this is Christ, the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing, haste, haste to bring him laud and this babe, this son of Mary. Nails, spears, pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail, the word made flesh, this babe, the son of Mary. This holy child, whose birth gave birth to everything in this special night that we call holy, is God among us. This child, whose birth we celebrate, is God among us, who tells us that God is for us. As the Apostle John put it, for God so loved the world, and how much more for us can God be? That he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Or as the Apostle Paul said, God spared not his own Son, but he delivered him up for us all. This child is, as another hymn writer wrote 200 years ago, Christ, by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, who brings... As we sang, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. God was in Christ, scripture tells us, reconciling the whole world unto himself. In this child, who from a manger would grow to bear the cross of all of our sins, God 
redeemed the world, God reconciled the world unto himself, as one Christmas card so rightly put it that we recently received. He came to pay a debt he didn't owe because we owed a debt that we could not pay. Do you see who this child is? Failed in flesh, the Godhead, see, hail incarnate deity, pleased as man with man to dwell, Jesus, our Emmanuel, our God, with us. Contemporary novelist Kurt Vonnegut writes about a physicist who helped father the atomic bomb. During the Christmas season, some decades ago, he was visiting his laboratory to find nearly all of his employees there standing around a crash that they had on site when they were still able to do those things. And they were singing a simple Christmas song that we've sung. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie above thy Deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by, yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. In a world which would vanish in a moment if the harnessed powers of man's nuclear nightmare were unleashed, the hearts and the minds of hundreds of millions Yea, a billion and more still turn to a distant time, to a distant place. They still recall a small child in a small town, and millions of hearts still sing, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. What shall we do with this child? Tonight we thank God for his indescribable gift to us and we claim him as our own, not because he needs us, but because, dear friends, we so desperately need him. If there is to be peace, we need him in our world. If there is to be peace, we need him in our homes. If there is to be peace, we need him in our hearts. And so on this Christmas Eve, we pray what Martin Luther prayed 500 years ago on Christmas Eve and what we've already sung. Welcome to earth, thou noble guest, through whom this sinful world is so blessed. You turned not from our needs away. How can our thanks this love repay? Dearest Jesus, Holy child, make thee a bed soft, undefiled within my heart, that it may be a quiet chamber kept for thee. That's what we shall do this night and always with this holy child. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
our Father, thou didst once cause this holy night to shine with the brightness of thy glory. Thus into the darkness of this world's night came the true light of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ. His light still shines upon us, that we may live in it and reflect it, and by it finally come to the fullness in the full measure of its joys in heaven. May that same light which brings us to eternal life shine through us to disperse the darkness of the ages. Shine, O holy child. Shine, O holy Jesus. Shine through us upon the world. Amen. Receive now the benediction of the Lord. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his peace. Amen.